Yo, what's going on, everybody? It's your favorite MC slash favorite RT. I am AKA Flo Rogan, AKA Mario Flopez, sitting here live in the black and red room, and we about to get into episode 17, which is crazy for me. Episode 17, which means I've done 16 of these. Some really good, some pretty good. A couple, mm, but there's been a growth and a maturation that I take a lot of pride in. And I want to, first of all, thank all of you guys that have listened, giving me feedback, giving me topic ideas, whether you agreed or disagreed, most of you have come to me with pretty good and sound advice, arguments, and that's what this is about. So as we get into episode 17, this show is called Deep Thoughts with Iron, where I give you a lot of my perspective and my how I perceive things. But I'm going to get you an inside look on myself, and this is going to be Deep Thoughts about Iron. And who better to bring in here than my best friend in the world, Gorilla Gar. So it's his first time doing an interview, as far as I know. And he did well. And he's going to be a featured guest on here. And you're not going to really get to know him too much because this particular episode wasn't about him. It's about your man, the Iron Man. So please continue to share. Continue to give me the feedback because the numbers are growing. I'm looking at the numbers and they're getting bigger and bigger. And... Listen, Joe Rogan is a guy that I study. I pay attention to him. But Joe Rogan ain't more talented than I am. And I don't mean that as an insult. He just got the audience. And this is where we're going. I want to be like Joe Rogan. I say that with all praise. And just keep passing this around and keep spreading this around. Um, it's it's kind of fucked up to put it in these terms, but it's real. Because it's so diluted out here. Everybody can rap everybody or everybody raps. Everybody has a podcast. And a lot of people are not good at it. And I'm getting better at this. I can say, honestly, I can rap. Challenge me on that. I'm fucking good at that. Podcast shit, we're getting better. But if you do pass me along, don't even tell people that you know me. Just pass it. Because people are less likely to pass on something that comes from somebody that that person knows. I think I got that point across. So episode 17, Deep Thoughts About Iron. Thank you for the continued support. And please keep supporting we got a lot of things coming up and we got some fire joints coming up all right but before that ug let's go all right everybody this is your favorite rt slash mc slash fitness instructor Mm. my name is not iron (laughs) This is now the Gorilla Gar effect. This Yikes. is your boy Gorilla Gar coming to you today from the red room. I Black and red room, baby. I actually got red shit on today. Looking the part. Got real trailblazers colors on. Um today, we're gonna do something different. Mm-hmm. I'm running the show today, and I wanted to do this. And I want to interview the guy who runs the show, the face that runs the place, Flo Rogan, aka Johnny S, Say a.k.a. That. Durag Daddy. Tell him. A.k.a. Deshaun Batty's boyfriend. Ooh, fuck out of here. <laughs> See? I am Emperor. We're going to get into this. Let's go, man. I'm not Deshaun's boyfriend for you stupid fucks at work, too. You niggas are run with that shit, man. Yeah, man. So, thank you for having me today. Thank you for letting me have this experience with you. No doubt, man. I am definitely interested into the getting into this type of industry and type of this type of realm yes sir and this we're gonna have some fucking fun today 
I'm gonna interview you. I'm gonna ask a couple of questions. We gonna, I want, I want to, I want the audience to feel like they're gonna know a little bit more about you because I feel like uh, your earlier episodes you you hinted on a lot of things. Okay, but you didn't elaborate on a lot of things. So how are you feeling today, brother? I'm feeling like I want to elaborate on a lot of things. That's it. That's it, man. Let's go. All right. I'm on the other side of the ca- uh, other side of the microphone, man. I'm ready, man. All right. So, I don't know what the fuck. You, let me let me introduce this dude. Let me say this. This is my best friend in the world. Me. And yeah, the Gorilla God man. And let me tell you this. If you think I'm blunt, this guy is blunt times seven. So I don't know what the fuck this guy's going to We, we hope to offend a lot of people, As but always. we hope to make a lot of people laugh and Absolutely. smile. That's always the plan. Ain't nobody out here to purposely offend anybody. But as I always say, if the shoe fits, I will deliver the shit to your house if you want to. It's fine. Just give me a size. So with that said, let's fucking go, man. All right, big bro. This is what I, this is some of the questions I want to know. So, you have been an MC for a, a pretty good while now. Yes, sir. Right. I want to know where, where did your love for rap music really start? Just growing up in the area, you know. Like I've said this before, growing up in the times that we grew up, every album that's considered a classic album now, I grew up listening to or hearing on the street or hearing on BET and. You know, being in the environment, I couldn't help but being, you know, swallowed, poor, swallowed up into the culture of it. My older cousin Lloyd always had hip hop in his house all the time. So, like, I would listen to it and it just caught my interest. Like, it wasn't the shit my mom was listening to, like Phyllis Hyman and all that. I never saw, I never had any interest in that. And just, it just caught me, man. And listening to Midnight Marauders was the first time I was like, yeah, this is this is my claim. This is what I'm claiming for my music. This is Classic like. Tribe album, too. Was, yeah, man, that was the... I have a tattoo on my left shoulder. It says Iron Up, EST 1993. And that's when that album came that's out. I, yeah, yep. yeah, that's fire. See, I didn't know that. Let's get into it, man. I, did, I didn't know that. So yes, so sir. when was the, the first time that you, you picked up a pen? Oh, God, probably like... I actually remember that. That was six... Whenever Mortal Kombat 2 for Super Nintendo, damn, we're over. God damn. Because <laughs> I, I remember I bought that, played that game, and I remember I wanted to play. My mom said, you cannot play until you finish your homework. And I wrote a rhyme, and it said, yabba dabba do, I don't know what to do. I'm coming with my crew, me and Scooby-Doo. Horrible shit, man. That was that was your first rhyme? That was the first shit I remember writing, <laughs> and that would be a top Billboard album right now. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, no, that's dope. That's dope. Definitely dope. So Midnight Marauders was the 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 spark, right? And yes, sir. not playing Mortal Kombat was uh you know, what what got you into writing. And I I won't even hold you mm-hmm. the little small segue, like when I used to come to your crib mm-hmm. and I felt like if we wasn't playing video games, we was definitely listening to music. You For sure. Li- hanging out with you pretty much um elevated my hip-hop musical platform because all the all the shit that i like now i didn't like back in the day right because but you force-fed that shit in my motherfucking brain like i like help the skelter will forever (laughs) and boot camp will forever be in my fucking head and it's disturbing to me like that's good like i hear certain things like um my wife asked like oh what's your favorite uh 
like um intro it to a song and it was I already know where this is going. It was definitely helped the sculpture and it was like what Why you dig doing in the milk. milk. <laughs> yep. <laughs> she was like, What? I was like, hell yeah. I was like, yo, why do I know that? I was like, yo, fuck it. Eric made me listen to that That's shit. That's the most random intro. <laughs> First of all, paint that picture. In what situation would a dude walk into a room with a dude's dick is in the milk? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's and definitely why was his reaction so calm, yo? That's some American pie shit. Like, what are you doing, bro? Why is your dick in the milk? It's a good question. I mean, that's how it goes. Like, it's almost like that's the original way we went viral is, I, you know, we didn't have the internet at that time. And it was like, okay, you listen to this? Cool. I'm going to pass it off to this person. And that's how things just kind of went that way. So, yeah, I always had it on, man. You was definitely exposed to a lot in this room in between my mom fussing, which was <laughs> yeah. always the background soundtrack. Bless Miss Beth. Yeah. She hated that shit, but, you know, she let me live with the volume as low as audibly possible. <laughs> so so we're going to fast forward a little bit. Okay. We're going to fast forward a little bit. I want to know, when did you feel like you was good enough to, because I know there was a point where, come on, E, let's run. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? Like, I know you freestyling was a thing, but when did you feel like you was really coming into your own? You know, that's a deeper question because I felt I was ready in high school. I just didn't have the confidence. Right. Um, I, I would hear like my boys rap Vichy, DAV, DAV the gent, nigga Izzy, Big Shot. You know what I'm saying? I remember them rapping. I'm like, all right, they cool. I could do better. No this to them, but I'm like, I could do better, but I lacked the confidence. So I never, I never shot my shot. Um, so I always felt that I could. I remember in sixth grade, I spit the entire Black Moon verse in computer class because nobody else heard it, and I acted like it was mine. And when I saw the reaction to that, I was like, yeah, okay, this is what I want to try to do. Okay. My man Melvin called me out. Though. He said, I know that fucking song. But he, he didn't, he didn't <laughs> tell Fuck <everybody>. Melvin. <laughs> He's not a listener, is he? Yeah, he might be. His last Fuck name was Thompson, Melvin. too. No, nah, he kept Melvin. it quiet, though. He didn't oh. tell nobody else. All right, <laughs> you know cool. what I'm saying? He kept it. Oh, he, he was like, uh, he wasn't no snitch. Yeah, he pulled me to the side. He was like, nigga, that's buckshot. I said, all right, you're right. <laughs> but there was a, a changing point. It wasn't a matter of that I felt I was good enough because I always felt I was good enough. But when I decided I'm going to display that I'm good enough was I went to a battle in when I, I'm to Stony Brook University and there was a battle and my man Malad, who I didn't know at the time, but my man Malad went up against this dude named, I think it was Mocha Black. And Mocha was like killing everybody in the battles, and I never got it because no, no disrespect to the man himself, but as a rapper, he was trash. Right. But he would say shit like, "I'm the best in Stony Brook history," and I'm like, "You're a fucking ass, bro." But they had a situation where they, they somebody dropped, and they said, "Does anybody want to come up?" And I didn't. And the dude that went up there was like, I think his name was Mike. Mike. His actual name was like Mike Crafone, and he was ass too. He wasn't terrible, but he wasn't that good. Okay. And I went up there and Mocha washed him up and he ended up, oh, it might have been Red, I don't know. And me and Red are cool, but Red, he wasn't a great rapper either. Listen, if y'all are listening and if y'all want to spar, trust me, I'm ready for it now. And get your ass waxed. That would be a very tragic situation. Bro. Strip down, butt naked, washing. <laughs> butt ass. Exactly. And, I'm, <laughs> and I remember going back home to, the, back to my dorm that day and I was like, y'all, the way I felt was like, I'll never let this happen again. So that's when I started letting everybody else know I'm, I can fucking rap. Okay. That was it. And and speaking to Stony Brook, because that was definitely around the time mm-hmm. that you was going by the name Johnny Storm. Ugh. I to be honest, yeah. And we'll we'll get into it a little bit more. Yeah. I I think that's your best to me. Yeah. That's your best inkling of your talent. 
I like that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because you was hungry as Johnny Storm. Yeah. Right? Then you cut the storm off. I don't know why. And then you went by Johnny S. Why why did you cut this? One, I don't want to get sued, but. um, But you spelt it different. Yeah, I did. But, you know, people are dicks. I ain't got no money. But, but you know, it, it wasn't mainly that. It was somebody once asked me, this girl asked me at school. She was like, Johnny Storm. Or might have been at my man's studio. I don't remember. She was like, Johnny Storm. Is that because you're fire? And I was like, oh, my God, that's the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. And I said, I, I can't let people think that's what I'm doing. But that's, why couldn't you just say yes? That's corny, man. Yeah, I'm fire. I'm no, no, Storm. no. You didn't have to say it in and around. You could have been like, yeah, nah, I'm I, hot. Nah, <laughs> Look at me. I could have. <laughs> Look was, at me, bitch. Yeah, man. I was a skinny dude back then, remember? That was still cute, though. Oh, um, yeah, man. Yeah. Did she drop to her knees? When she actually, is it because she did, but in a different time, it wasn't that point. She wasn't trying to talk into your mic. She was one of the <laughs> mic talkers, but you know, in between talking on the mic, she asked me <laughs> that question. Um, she's probably listening. She's actually a pretty avid listener. It's funny. Okay, cool. So, what's up, yo? What's up, girl? I'm sorry I call you a bitch. <laughs> but but yeah, she she changed my name. I was like, oh, that, that's awful. So you went with that. I think that's when you. Uh, you had the album with the hat, with the Blazers hat all the way down over your head. White Sox hat. The White Sox. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Your, your basketball, I mean, basketball, baseball, football team preference is disgusting for a New Yorker. But I stick <laughs> with them. I don't bandwagon. All right. Oh, God. Patriot shirt on now, nigga. I'm pre-Brady. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> but Jesus Christ, I know. Unfortunately. But, yeah. so, you're doing the Johnny S thing, mm-hmm. right? I, I remember you was, you was going on a lot of different, like, modern hip-hop tracks mm-hmm. and then you when you came home you started to venture out and you started to be on um the 14th street yeah uh, the was that uh that was legendary that, cyphers no nah, that wasn't legendary um at that time and when he said came home he meant came home from school not came home from from other but this nigga look like he been locked up right now look yeah, at them pretty, fucking I'm traps pretty, pretty sexy look right at now. the triceps Shit, y'all should see me flexing <laughs> in this motherfucker right now it's his fucking stretch marks on his fucking that's, shirt that's why i had to turn the cams <laughs> off baby couldn't fit all the muscles into the frame but that's because i'm fat right now and i don't i like competition and i just don't want to be shown up anyway yeah, and, I, and i also don't feel like editing this shit however so, so you you come back home yeah right from school mm-hmm you start getting into these ciphers that are around 14th Street on the east side. What, what, what park is that? No, that was in Union Square Park. That wasn't Legendary Ciphers. I know. Yet. Yeah. It wasn't Legendary Ciphers. Yeah. But you was going there, right? Mm-hmm. You would go there and you would kill the competition. Mm-hmm. Like, literally. Mm-hmm. They would have these things, like these uh these verses. Yeah. And I remember the preparation. The, yeah. the, like, yo, how this sound? How that sound? Yeah. Going out there, massacre these dudes mm-hmm. and lose. Always. And that hasn't changed in 2020, 2019. And, and, and lose. Never change. Like, how, how how did it feel to know that you was just, like, slaughtering dudes? Like, like you was you was on some really URL-type shit at that point. So like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? You definitely had a URL-type flow. Yeah. And um, you, you was just killing these dudes. These dudes had nothing. They just came with more support at the yeah, time. Yeah, and that's, that's how it goes, you know? Though, y'all, y'all did show up at one point when I killed um, Asthmatic. I remember your name. That, that nigga got murdered. That was rough. But, you know, it... So what you're talking about, it was something called Concrete Animals, and it was ran by um, DNA. This before anybody knew who DNA was. and um, The same DNA from your L? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And Conceited. And a couple other dudes, um, I think he called himself Newborn, and a couple other dudes. 
So they had seen me out there rapping before, and they told me come in. This was before. This was to get into like a national league. I can't remember the name of it, but it was ran the East Coast division. Like they had divisions, mm-hmm. and the East Coast division was run by a dude named Pumpkinhead. Rest in peace. And so Concrete Animals was almost like the tryout league to get into the um the I can't remember, but the bigger the bigger league. And it just seemed like they kept just putting their mans on, and I never understood it. And it was like. From what I saw, not everybody, but a lot of people that got pushed on and got to the big stage got washed up. Right. Now, at that time, I'm not going to say I was the best. Like, I was learning. You know, I didn't have the presence that I have now. Um, so, lyrically, I would tear people up. But when it comes to a battle that's visual, it comes more, you know, there's more to it than that that I was learning. However, I do think I was 4-0, and I ended up going 1-3, which is, it's disgusting, man. But... At that point in time, I was frustrated, but I took it. When I lose my battles now, with the exception of a couple times against like Anthem or, you know, one time against D Nasty, and it might be one or two I'm forgetting, I have fucked people up and lost. I have fucked entire competitions up and come in third. So mm. I don't know if we can get to that question later on, but to answer your original question when it comes to that back in the day, you know, I, I was annoyed by it, but I also can see where I wasn't as technically sound and strong as I am now. So right. I shouldn't have lost all the damn time, but, you know, I can, yeah, you got to cut your teeth somewhere. Now, speaking of who you are now, mm-hmm. so you go by Iron Emperor, mm-hmm. right? So what 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 made the, the name change to that? What's the science behind Iron Emperor? Kind of corny, actually. I was in it's Chicago. very different. Yeah. So I was in Chicago well, with my, when I was in Chicago. And I was still going by Johnny S. And I was like, I really don't like this name at all. Like, I really didn't like it. So I came back home and I was playing this game, Watch Dogs. You remember Watch Dogs? Yeah, I remember Watch Dogs. Which was taking place in Chicago, ironically. So I'm sitting there, I'm like, I need a better rap name. And I want something very old school hip hop y. So um, during one of the skits on the game, you know, at the radio, like almost like GTA, they interviewed a rapper named Emperor Rat. I said, Emperor, that's kind of dope. Okay. I'm not going to use Emperor Rat, but what can I do with Emperor? And I was like, Stone Emperor, Golden Emperor. And then I just landed on Iron Emperor. And I'm like, ah, for sure, they can just call me Iron. And that's what they call me. And that was it. I was like, all right. But nothing rhymes with Emperor but America and et cetera. I still haven't figured out other shit. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. No, definitely. Definitely the name change came to me. It came out of the blue. Yeah. And I was just like, okay. Yeah. And But the one thing that I do notice, your flow is different. Yeah. Have you noticed that? Absolutely. Is that is that purposely done? It just it just happened, man. It came it came with a lot of um so one thing you kind of take on the the beast that you listen to. So there was a time I wanted to sound like Elzai. Elzai raps very not fast, but he puts a lot into a small space. And people with my voice, which is fairly heavy, doesn't really translate well. You don't really hear a lot of other than Buster Rhymes deep voice fast rappers. It doesn't happen. Um, that's why Bus is such a master at what he does. But I eventually took things from Elza, I took things from Joe Button, took things from Beanie Siegel, took things from Pun Nas, everybody. And I was able to put all of that together after just writing and writing. Like if you listen to every project, every project it's different. Um and I think it was Kareem Abdul Jabbar. I was trying to sound like Elza and speak fast, hundred rhymes in one line. Right. Now I can do that. Which is a Better. great album too. It's Thank the anti Kareem Abdul Jabbar. No hooks. And um now I it's it's a combo of me finding my pocket of how I want to write, but I also found my voice. Like my voice is very 
difficult to pick up on mics. So to sound clear and to sound like I'm not breathing heavy, and I fell into a pocket at some point over the last three years. Like I either sounded like I was yelling, I would raise the pitch of my voice almost like automatically. It wasn't even on purpose. Right. Then I finally learned, all right, if I slow it down, my voice is my voice. And my voice, you know, it's captivating. I don't mind saying that. So don't have you don't have to go as fast. But then I figured out I can go fast with it too. So it's just been a trial and error kind of thing. And I found where I like and I'm gonna stick here. You know? Okay. Well I wanna I wanna know as a, a avid listener of mm-hmm. your shit, um the ad libs. Oh. <laughs> oh man. Like I, I, I love them. They be a lot. I'm terrible at them, man. I was like, they'd be a lot. <laughs> Except for the producer's best friend. The producer's best friend, yeah. I felt like there was plenty of tracks where you definitely, um, mm-hmm. you cut it down. Yeah. And I felt like there was a lot of put on producer best friend where you actually went back to Johnny. Mm. And I think I, I wrote that on one of your IG stories. I was like, oh, Johnny Storm is back. Yeah, I remember that. Like, I, I, I definitely felt, do you feel like, um, it, is there another evolution of your craft coming. It's it, it's just a confidence thing. It was always, you know, if you was to ask my engineer, Reese, he would ask me ad-libs, and I'd be like, nah, I'm getting out of here. Right. So when I would do ad-libs, I was so uncomfortable doing them, I would try to channel my inner Noriega <laughs> and go from there. You know, doing doubles, like what a double is, is if I say cat at the end of a rhyme, instead of saying the whole rhyme a second time, I'll say cat or the last two or three words in a line just to kind of support the line right that wasn't an issue but when it comes to ad-libs and like i'm not the guy that's gonna be like ooh, ah, right, right. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like i'm not gonna right. do that man so it became difficult because i do hear how ad-libs can also add to a song if done right um so like it made nori's career you know one of the things that made nori's career was he was good at ad-libs young jeezy made his career Damn, initially yeah, off, off of ad-libs right yeah. So that's a key component of rap and, you know, of, of certain rap. But if I listen to a, none of my favorite, my personal favorite MCs, Royce don't do ad-libs. Pun does a couple every now and then, but Pun's hilarious, you know. Um, right. Nas don't do ad-libs. He goes, yeah, one mic. <laughs> like, that's it. And it, it, t- it took some, it's just a confidence thing, man, going in the studio. It took confidence to get to where, if it's whack, nigga, we'll punch it out. If it's good, then we'll leave it in there. Favorite favorite uh favorite track I mean favorite album you worked on? Producer's best friend. No, no, I'm sorry, Doctor Dilla. Doctor Dilla? Doctor That's Dilla. that's the the therapy album. Yeah. Right? Where you um you kinda gave flowers to it. Like it mm-hmm. it's about things in your past, but primarily it was morally about your ex. That was the main motivation for it. You know, the, you know me, man. I take a break of bad. You know, you think my entire family got wiped out. And right. with this last one, that one was that one fucked me up, man. I credit it with being the most important time in my life because it definitely changed me, but for the better. Right. But yeah, I took all of that and decided. You know, I've always been very outspoken with what I'm thinking anyway, so that was never an issue for me. And I was like, you know what? I got so much going on with alcoholism, my own issues, my dad's issues, my family's issues, my mom dying, my aunt stealing my money, like all kind of shit. And I was like, why not just put this in a fucking track? And on top of that, not only can this be therapy for me, it can show somebody else. I don't, I'm not alone in feeling this way. I can speak on it too. So, like, I can sit there and I can write punchlines all day. Anybody can sit down and write a punchline, but how many people are comfortable enough showing the chinks in the armor? Right. And that's why I felt very comfortable doing that project. And that's why I love that project, man. That's one where I can listen to it 30 years later and put myself back in that time. Like, this is what I was feeling at that time. 
So I would say Dylan. It was the easiest to write. Any song that I have on it, I wrote probably 20 minutes, okay. if that. You know. I'll segue a little bit. So your your breakup was pretty much your your motivation. I know that you're mm-hmm. a, a single man now. Mm-hmm. You're out here, you know, living your best life as you mm-hmm. possibly can during this stupid-ass pandemic, right? You meet a couple of, you know, slimmies out here, yeah, and, and, and it's just not working out. Like, yeah. But do you feel like your, your ex and that breakup mm-hmm. is a, a dark cloud and of you moving forward with somebody? Not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. Because I'm at a point now where even if she, and this is not to take shots at her, but I've been able to get to a point now where even if she knocked on the door or called me right now and said, I'm sorry, I want to get back together, the answer is 150% no. Yeah, what what made that change? Because I know time. it was a little bit different. Yeah, that's what stopped me. I, I missed out on a, um, on a couple of good ones. You know one of them. Like, I missed out on a couple of really, really good women in my life that at that time, the cloud of her, of my ex, was such a big, looming thing where it kind of clouded, you know, pun intended, it kind of fogged up my vision, and I let a lot go. So now, because it was like the hopes of her coming back and realizing, you know, maybe I ran away too fast or something like that. I was like, if she comes back, it's be fucked up if I go on with girl A and then she comes back in the picture, then I'll be guilty of what I accuse women of doing all the time. And that's going back to the ex. Mm. So it took me some time. Now I'm like, you know. Now that I'm emotionally ready for a girlfriend, now I just don't want one. I'm I'm pretty happy. <laughs> yeah, I I don't think uh, at this point in time right now having one, even though the Valentine's Day is coming. You have anything for Valentine's yeah, Day? Yeah, I'm going to work. You're going to work. <laughs> I'm going to work. I, I feel like I, we should do a, a get you a Valentine's Day show. Let's do it, man. Let's do that. That's kind of dope. You set it up, though, man. Oh, yeah. No, definitely uh, we'll- um, That'd be fire, man. I definitely was I definitely could set that up. Like Send I can your inquiries. Like yeah, like definitely um, you know, I'm getting better with this uh social media stuff. So yeah, we my definitely man's gonna have this thing there. coming out soon. We're gonna I'm gonna tell you something. Well, he's gonna um give an example of what this man does. So he do shit that I you have a segment that I wanna fucking do. I'm like, I'm not gonna do that because it's such a clever but simple and everyday and relatable fucking idea. Right. And you know, I can do it, but I can't do it like you can. So that's fucking dope. He's talking. He's basically he's talking about my three things that bother me today. Mm-hmm. Like for example, um, you know, I, I usually do it on my um my Instagram stories, but um, I'm trying to actually, I'm like I said, I'm trying to get back into this uh flow with this podcast stuff, and I want to do it on there too. And I will definitely throw many, many, many things that bother me to you. If you want to throw it on yours, this nigga really does figure out three things every day. Like, how can a man be that angry as shit? <laughs> right? No, because <laughs> when I blew my Achilles out, basically I was just home bored, and I'm looking out the window. I'm on top of the balcony, and mm-hmm. I'm just looking. I just saw something. I was like, "Yo, that's really bothering me." Yeah, like it's it's bothering me to the point where I just have to say something. So, so like a, a firm example would be. Um, Jet black women with green contacts, like like jet black women in green contacts, like stop it, because it's just like you you out here looking like Xbox, you look like, like, a- <laughs> like you know what I'm saying, like I I really can't I really can't like you know deal with it, like I'm waiting for them five rings of death, I want you to stop that shit completely, when <laughs> I just go on a rant about certain things, I went on a rant about the 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 busted. The Bust It Down Challenge. Oh, my God. I'm like, disgusted by that. With, oh, my Jesus. Like, it's so annoying. It's got to stop. It's so, it was cute for like a day. Yeah, it was and cute. then it was like the whole day. And then I'm it became tired of it, weekend. man. 
Where's the go to work challenge? Oh, the go to work <laughs> challenge. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Where's the I'm proud of my family challenge? Where's that shit at? All of this. Yeah, it's 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 you know, but it's also something to do. Like it's entertaining. We basically were glued to our phones, so yeah. I do get it from that aspect. But I'm just I'm actually I'm just tired of women out here just exploiting themselves for likes. Be careful, man. Uh, no, <laughs> y'all be careful. These women be careful. Be, then they careful. wonder why they get knocked down and bad things happen to be them. Be careful, man. Like, you can't say that, man. Uh, I'm, I'm not. I uh, listen. These, these, these are. You already know I don't give a fuck. I, I know you don't give a fuck. I hey, hundred, hundred percent. I mean, like I said, it's all fun and games when it's fun and games. But I just, I just got offended by it a little bit because it was just like, too much. okay, you basically showed me what you don't look like when nothing on, and you was mm-hmm. just very not. Some of some of them, some of them were like you know okay. Some of them mm-hmm. slimmies was alright, mm-hmm. so I was like all right, cool. But you basically showed me that you was whack without this shit, <laughs> right? And then when the beat dropped, you like all I could see was your ass. Right. But I know you had makeup on. You totally right. looked like a totally different yeah. person. So it kind of devalued. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like I'm, I'm old school. I'm not. I'm out here now. Out here hunting. I, I got a ring. I got a wife. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. So it's like I'm. It's just annoying, like, and that's what pops up on your shit. Don't matter what it is, it could yeah. be ESPN bust yeah, yeah. challenge, yeah, like yeah. you know, saying fucking. <laughs> the problem with what you just said too is like you calling that out and saying that you don't like that, you're going to be blamed for it. You're the reason for it because what, what's the thing I heard when I said that? Well, women do this because we have to look a certain way for you guys, and I'm like, don't blame me for the system. I, I have nothing to do with that. I, I mean, I'm not saying I have nothing to do with it. I like ass. I'm human. However, I can say I don't like this. And again, it's like if if everybody's doing the same thing, where's the fucking originality of it? But if you're number three thousand seven hundred forty of the day, what the fuck am I looking at? And for me, some of the ones that I've seen, I actually like the women before they put the makeup on. I don't need all that. Like, I, right? And again, I'm going to be killed for that. Well, what's wrong? Is her point to put the makeup on? Yes, it's your fucking. It's it's your freedom to do as you please. At the same time, it is my freedom to have my opinion of it. Anything that you put on the internet. I didn't force you to do that. Right. It's open for judgment. Same way as anything that me and this guy put out there is open for judgment. I'm not going to cry system and you're just being like the rest because you're disagreeing with what I'm doing. I don't give a fuck. That's fine. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes, you you know, when you, uh, especially when I was out single, I just used social media as a gateway to know what the fuck I was dealing with. So if I met a chick mm. and, and, and Chicks are v- fucking quick. Oh, you have an IG because they want to yeah. go through your shit. All yeah, right, they want to cool. investigate. Why wow, so shit is private? So I'm a, I'm gonna go through your IG too, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm if just like, old, yo, look, public. if I could see your ass cheeks, if I could see the discoloration in your cheeks, because what you would call it, you was bent over too far. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I I don't think that you for me. Like, okay, I don't care if it was in March. Yeah, what I was are you like, presenting yourself. Th- yeah, it's like it's not it's mm-hmm. it's not good. Like I see that on dating apps. If I'm on the dating app now, I'm still out here. If I was on a dating app and your first picture, if you're dressed up and that's just part of the outfit, like it happens to be that way, that's different than you sitting down and your entire cleavage is just in the camera. I'm not going <laughs> to take you serious. Like yeah, I don't care that, what your next four pictures look like. I'm not. Definitely. That's like if my first picture is me in the gym and it's warm and my dick print is down on my fucking knees and you can see the tip of my shit. You shouldn't take me serious after that. Right. You know, it's how I present myself. So. Right, right. Accountability, right. man. Own up. Own yeah. up. Some people be out here, like I said, they they out here looking for dates. Some people's out here looking for hoes. So, mm-hmm. you know, you can get There's one. The, you could get one at the same time. But, There's a menu. You know, 
Yeah. It is what it is, man. Mm-hmm. I love how we got into that. That was beautiful. Yeah, that was that was that was definitely <laughs> what you would call it. So yeah. I'm gonna throw some ra- rapid fire questions Let's at do you. It. Um worst date you ever been on? Oh shit, man. I can't that's not rapid. Um Trust me, I'll, I'll put this shit out like a cigarette. Don't worry about it. No, I don't care. I can't. I'm trying to think of one. I mean, I would say the most awkward one was I went out with this girl I met at Bubblegum Shrimp way mm. back in the day. I mean, the Food is on, disgusting. It was really bad. We met on MySpace. Ooh. That's how long ago this was. Remember your MySpace handle? J Storm, 197, I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, Black Planet was where we got filthy on. Yeah. But we made, um, yeah. we just want to fuck. <laughs> we just want to fuck. And we were oh, getting God. messages, man. I don't know. <laughs> we, was made, we said, we just want to fuck. And now, what we say? If, and wasn't that dating Michelle at that time or something like that, too? I think so, but I think she. And we told her. Yeah. yeah. We told her. We told her. Yeah. And she had a boyfriend, so who gives a fuck? Oh. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> Hi, Michelle. Um, yeah, yeah. She follow you, too? Nah, she's oh. married, I think. Yeah, fuck Michelle. With a dude that she met when I was fucking with her. Yeah, Michelle broke this man's heart. That was the, that was the original. That was, that was, I, nigga, I, I don't have, talk bad about her. She was sweet. But I, I, she was, she, she was very attractive. Yeah, she you was know, very attractive, red bone like joint. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I've never seen this man. <laughs> e, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what you're going to do, bro. To be fair, like, I was fucking 18. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we was young. We were babies yeah. in the game. Yeah. Definitely babies in the game. Yeah, Didn't know what, no, nothing from nothing. Didn't know what, you know, just pussy was yeah. or whatever, whatever. Well, so. that kind of started the rhyming too, man. Like, in terms of me recording shit, that was all for that. You know? yeah. yeah. I feel like the three... Tough breakups I know you went through, you wrote your best shit. Always. You wrote Always. your best shit. Always. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Well, I'm an emotional writer, man. That's why, like, at the moment, I'm happy as shit. I'm supposed to be doing. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, we're not Ooh. that shit, baby. This is 100%. Right? About to sneeze on the mic, son. <laughs> I probably would have sounded better, man. <laughs> That's you about to spray for it. I probably- <laughs> <laughs> so, yo, nah. So, right, right now, I'm in a place where I'm actually very happy. Like I said, the cloud of my ex is gone. Um, okay. I'm doing shit that I want to do. I'm doing better at my job. The money's looking great. I'm, I, I finally have a direction. And the problem with that is now I don't write. And I'm supposed to be doing a project with um this producer from Colorado named Tap Daddy. and Not Deshaun Batty. No, nah, not Deshaun Batty, but Tap Daddy, even though Deshaun Batty be trying to tap daddies. So we're doing, um I was supposed to do a project with him, and I was feeling it, but then the writer's block just came up. So you're right. When I'm going through shit, man, the pen is just like it's on fire, man. When I'm happy, it's it's kind of dry. It's empty. Dope, dope shit. Definitely dope shit. Um, so let's let's uh, we passed the we basically talk about music. Mm-hmm. What what you else you got going for? I know you're doing this platform. Yeah, and you are every week. You are definitely getting better. Yeah, um, thank you. Every it's like you can see the evolution. Like you definitely was on some caveman shit, but now yeah, now, hell yeah, man. Now you got good feet and good hands. Now you still yeah, look yeah. like a caveman, right? But you know you you doing the damn thing. Um, Thank you. I was excited for it, like yeah. definitely excited for it. What what made you want to do this? I mean, I'm super opinionated, and I don't mind a couple of things. I'm super opinionated for one. Secondly, I know how to speak my mind in a very clear way. I know how to come across very honest on my side without trying to purposely put anybody down. So I figured I might as well come up here, speak about, kind of like you, speak about the shit that I see. I have a lot of different angers. I have a lot of different um, opinions, a lot of things that I like. And I just wanted to put it into a format where I can A, vent, and B, also kind of start discussions. I love discussions, man. Let's talk. You don't have to agree with me. You just have to have something to say. 
If you want to come in to fight, get the fuck out of here. I'm not interested in that. Definitely. If you want to argue, we can argue. There's a difference. So when I got into this space, I was like, you know what? Listening to Joe Rogan, listening to Dan Lebertard a lot, you know, listening to Gilly's podcast. and um, Shout out to Gilly the Kid. Yeah, man. And Wallow. Yeah, definitely. Two funny motherfuckers. Yo. Wallow's fucking an amazing person, <laughs> man. Not to take away from Gilly, but Wallow's um, story is definitely something special. So listening to them, especially Rogan, I study Rogan. Like, Rogan is very calm, very peace. He speaks his mind, but he lets, you know, so I'm like, I can do this. Like, he's no smarter than I am. And plus, my voice, like I said, my voice travels, so... I figured, you know, I'm there's, there's a lot of women right now putting their cell phones to their clitoris, Ooh, as you say. That's bumper baby bumper stickers. Say, say, it. bumper baby bumper stickers. Bumper baby bumper stickers. Oh, she came. Oof. I heard Four it. Four times. I heard it, baby. Drenching. You know what's funny sopping. is, and I said, I'm going to do this here. I'm trying to, um, Stank wait, before I even jump to that. But the main reason why I wanted, why I touch on a lot of topics, especially Man Myth Monday, is there are a lot of men out there that go through shit that feel ashamed to speak on it because society doesn't allow that. We're not allowed to emote. We're not allowed to express ourselves. We're not allowed to feel pain, anger, fear, sadness. It's just not allowed. And in my head, I'm like, fuck that. Speak your mind. Do what you want to do. And I'll be the vessel for you. That's why I tell people, give me topics that you want to talk on. I don't care. Definitely like Man Myth Mondays. I think the next one should be like, do men fuck everything. No, that's one. I actually have notes on in that book. I have. It's in this book. Yeah, I actually have notes that I was trying to write down on. I actually have statistics and shit. Don't read them off yet, but like, I'm trying to... Oh, these are the ladies you fuck? No, nigga. That's, I'm trying... That's, I wrote down the Instagram names of people so I can forward them shit. <laughs> like, it just says ladies. Oh, these are the fellas yeah, so, you fuck. Yeah, yeah, the fellas I fuck. <laughs> yeah, just fuck out of here, yo. <laughs> but, um, you know, so that's that. What were you talking about before that? Or after that? I forgot. Yeah, me too. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, we was... Uh... We were talking about why you started the podcast. Yeah, so it was like I just wanted to be a voice for everybody and also speak my mind. Let's let's talk about shit. Like I don't understand why we live in a culture where that's something we can't talk about. Why? Why can't I never understood why we can't say certain words. That's dumb. Why can't why can't I say fuck you? You know? Or why can't I say I don't want that shit? Why is that a word that I can't say? What harm does it do? Nigger I get. Faggot I get. Those are words that I don't want to use ever. But that has a different connotation than shit. It doesn't make sense to me. So I like conversation and talk. Fuck all this sanitized shit. For what? Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. This is the definitely what Deep Thoughts is is for. And mm-hmm. then, like I said, you've been doing a great job last week with Sean Batty. I'll know. call him that. He no, really no. That, I don't even know this guy. I, yeah. I feel like he's my best friend. Yeah, that's dope. He's and, a good dude, man. And what you call he's it. And I, he like just like how we have Fat Farm Jeff. Yeah, Fat Farm Jeff. <laughs> that we got to have Deshaun Batty. Deshaun he has Batty. To be, it has to be his name. No, nah, that's like, That was young. definitely a good one. The social injustice one. Yeah. Definitely loved. Thank I, you. I love. Did you clear um, my throat too much in that one, right? Yeah, yeah. It was all, all right. Sniff. No, I sniffed. No, but I would say you were speaking. That was, that wasn't, I ain't going to say from the heart. That was from the core. Yeah. That was with it, it was mm-hmm. a lot. Of, you was perfect on a lot of points, Thank you, man. and I, you could you could feel the the energy. Thank you, you know, screaming out of that. Yeah, that was you. I was very very impressed. It Thank was you, man. it was awesome. It actually hyped me up to want to do, Fire. you know, to do a little bit more because you know point, what man. I do for a living. So yeah, yeah my man's. Well, I don't know. If I'm, I'm a police that. officer. Yeah. I'm a fucking cop. Yeah, I'm a great fucking cop. Actually, yeah. like you know what I'm saying. But you know it. You know, I, I don't really voice a lot of opinion. I do it in small circles. I don't, I'm not afraid to. I've never been afraid of nothing in my life, but, you know. That's not true, nigga. My, Let me bring up the fucking mouse. On the track, all right, I'm nigga. afraid of mice. So what? I'm afraid of mice, rats, <laughs> and raccoons. Story, I'm but afraid I mean, of the like, subway, nigga. I'm not fuck? afraid of people's opinion. 
There you or go. whatever, whatever. Like I, I had a big old bump on my nose in the middle of my nose for like about half still a year. Scarred it, man. And I was still kissing bitches. And you know, and I gotta stop that. You know what's fucked up with that though? Because you get one every year. Nah, not anymore. Because of ridicule I'm not, I'm not, and I'm not. bullying. Yo, so me and my man You're a piece of shit. bullied Edgar <laughs> to the point where it was like almost like an after school special. Because nigga had a rhino nose. He had a rhino horn on his rhino. nose. That yeah. shit was massive, man. It's huge. And you had to get it cut off, right? Yep, I had to get it lanced. I still have the little dip yeah. in my nose right yeah. now. Yeah, so me and my man Sim had nothing but jokes on this dude. Shout and, out and to Sim, big baby Sim. Yes, sir. And Sugar then this, bear. Then this dude got rid of it, and a week before I started my freshman year of college at Lehman, I got the same exact one. And what happened to me was I had one pimple, and what my mom used to do, my mom was an RN, she would poke a hole in it. And suck out, pause the whatever was in there. And I, it would go away the next day. I wouldn't have any scars. She did something wrong. And I ended up having about seven pimples in one spot. And it got so big that I was getting headaches because my eyes would cross on them and focus on them. <laughs> and mind you, I was in school. That's what you get. I know. Freshman year. Simeon ain't get shit, man. Fuck Simeon. I was in there freshman year of school. Lehman College. I had a speech class. I had to give a speech. Mr. fucking Dubler's class. And I had a girl named, I'm throwing out all the names, Kayla Waldron. I had a crush on Kayla Waldron, and she was sitting right in the front. And I had to get up there with the big rhino nose, and yeah, that was my punishment. Ended up getting one every year until I was about 34. <laughs> no, you had one like two years ago, bro. I'm 36 now. No, you're not. Yeah, I went backwards. No, <laughs> <laughs> no you're not. All right, definitely dope. Yeah, no, I, I but back to... uh podcast stuff man like you definitely have a lot of dope topics your free spirit is almost like you know you're freestyling mm-hmm. on the mic just yeah. like i am today so yeah. it's just like you know def- freestyling on the mic and mm-hmm. you're making it make sense definitely you had the uh, the good one with uh with shorty that came through yep you know what i mean she was very helpful she was that very helpful <laughs> very open-minded of, which i like i seen a picture of her she's short she you know, i know she's an avid listener you're a very short lady girl you're cute too though hey, i am not her, going man. there She's cute. She's short. (laughs) She's cute. Right? (laughs) Um, Yeah, like definitely would would like to do this with our core four, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. I can't even say, them dudes are weird though, because you can't even, I wouldn't even say their names. They might be like, oh, no, don't do that, you know, but. Um. Yeah. (laughs) What What was it? Professor Professor McFlurry? Yeah. And. Councilman Cock. Councilman Cock. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Danny Deliverance, yes, sir. Yeah, now I definitely would like to do something, you know, with them all, all as one, mm-hmm. and like just go. Like I said, our chat groups has been, our chat groups is is way better content than anything you probably could listen to. Well, I take a lot of things from my chat group and I put it on here as well, like some of the inspiration, and I'm in another group chat where we talk about things, not as in depth as we do in here, um, in our group chat, but. Mind you, I've known, speaking of the four, I've, I've known Eggers since I was probably like six or seven years old, maybe before that. I've known the rest of those guys since we was about eight years old, and we're all damn near 40. So this is like a brother that has gone through a long time. Edgar knows shit about me. I know shit about Edgar, the, the Tay Long. Tay Long, cock. Of Mr. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Eddie Love Muffin. I went through the names. Yeah, he had a bunch of more rapper names, man. Uh, Mr. T, all of this stuff, man, but... It's definitely uh, something that I'm hoping to bring everybody into because another reason why, and I'm seeing this as well, me doing this and people seeing somebody actually doing something makes other people want to do shit too. Not that I'm like making it or anything, but it's like people come up to me and ask me, yo, what mic should I get or how do I do this, how do I do that? 
and I'm motivated. And I said this to my it's my young boy. I say this all the time. My man Trevor motivates me because my boy Trevor, this dude never stops. He has his hand in everything. You know what I'm saying? So I look at him sometimes, and this dude's like eight years younger than me. And I look at what he's doing. Happy birthday, by the way, bro. I look at this dude, and he's pushing. I look at um some of my friends, like my boy Slim, been pushing his um fitness brand forever. My man Al just started uh, mental health, you know, so my cousin is a chef. My other cousin is a producer. So I'm surrounded by people that are doing great things that I look up to. You hear that, ladies? He doesn't have any niggerish friends. And we have them, but we have them. Well, All his friends are successful in doing something. Right. As far as the core. And they want to do something with your friends as well. Except him because he's married. He's a Except for me. I'm yeah. not I'm not down with that. No, he's not down. He's, not he, down he's, that. he's more the um, facilitator. Yeah. Um, Stockton. So. I'm going to ask you a question. Yeah, yeah. Why the fuck do you like the Lakers, nigga? I mean, I've been a fan. I've just been a fan for a pretty much a long time. When I was very, very small growing up, I hate this nigga, man. I loved the Lakers, right? And um, the only reason that was, be, I remember my kindergarten, first grade teacher, I guess she thought all black people looked alike, but I used to smile a lot in kindergarten, mm-hmm. first grade, and she was like, oh, you got to smile like Magic Johnson. So when I went, I told my dad who that is, and he told me that was yeah. this guy. So yeah. I followed his team. Yeah. You know, I wasn't really into sports like that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And then when I got into sports, I followed basketball figures. So mm-hmm. I liked Charles Barkley. Okay. Uh, Charles Barkley was mean. Mm-hmm. Like, I liked him. So I followed him to Phoenix. That makes sense. Right? Yeah. And then Magic Johnson came back out of retirement. Right? What a for fucking like, name. For like a, two months or something. And I started liking the Lakers, and then from there I've been a Laker fan. You know what? I can actually respect that more than Jay. I don't like Jay. Like <laughs> Jay's the worst. Jay likes all the teams that win championships yeah, or that worst. were dominant. At yeah, one when point the Lakers were ass, Jay was pretty <laughs> quiet, man. But yeah, no. I just want to say this, not making fun of his situation, but they said that Magic was out there slinging dick and and smiling. Can you? Yeah, and remember that um that pass he did? We had his knees straight up or his legs straight up. Yeah. He pointed to the left and passed to the right, and the nigga was faked out. Mm-hmm. That's that's '80s basketball. But to have a name like Magic Johnson and you just slinging that shit all over the place, that's God given, man. Yeah, it's definitely God given to have a name like Magic Johnson. <laughs> Magic Johnson, and you don't have HIV no more. So yeah, that's how much too. magic he really has. That nigga's yeah, fact, <laughs> shit, fact. Fuck. Either way, so I'm gonna have my man on here a couple more times. Um. I actually want to do more things like this where people ask me. I don't always want to be on this side. I don't, you know, I, I don't want to be a host all the time. You know, I am still an artist. I am trying to get certain things out there. I just did an interview with my man Donnie Fortino out in San Francisco where my microphone was just echoing like a motherfucker. So it's kind of hard to listen to, to be fair. But we'll have a lot more. This is going to come out this Monday. On uh, the Monday after next will be another Man Myth Monday. And we're going to call this. I don't know what I'm going to call this. I don't know, whatever. But check it out. Producer's best friend. I just put out um, Naughty's. Na- 90s by nature. Nigga, I can't get the name of my 90s shit. by nature. 90s by nature. Do-rag daddy presents. And then I got a couple of other joints that I'm working on eventually, you know, trying to get this podcast up. So please, it's on Apple. It's on Spotify. Tell me if it don't work. Yep. I just got one question, though, because it's not like we're wrapping up. Shoot. No, we don't have to. Oh, no. We got no. 44. We got an hour. Listen. What does Mr. What is Mr. Rodriguez's first name? Mr. All right. <laughs> That's it. All right. Mr. Rodriguez is my cat, by the way, and I got um, Mr. Rodriguez's name. His name was supposed to be Archer, which is my favorite cartoon, and you know, cats Archer Great shit. Huh? Great show. Yeah. So, but when I was putting him in the car, for whatever reason, there's this, I think it's on Raekwon's album. 
there's a skit, and in the background, RZA says very low, yes, Mr. Rodriguez. And for whatever <laughs> reason, that popped in my head as I put him in the car. And I said, here you go, Mr. Rodriguez. And that was it. And that's his name. Awesome. My guy. So with that said, anything else? Um, Ask anything, man. My favorite chicken, whatever, man. doesn't matter. Um, What's your favorite chicken? I don't know. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm done. I don't know. All right. That's so, it. That's it. We're going to wrap this up. This was your host, Gorilla Gar. And I'm Iron M. Bye, bitches. It's been a long time coming. This goes to my brother, Edgar. 30-something plus years going on to forever. My mom said family doesn't have to be blood. You my brother for sure. You had your own, but even my mom was yours. Abuki and Bright, and we equal four. But you and I formed a core. A bond that's never broken. Though at times I seem distant. Only because I'm trying to make my life different. The same day you chose to claim your lady lawfully. You took the time to sit me down and have a talk with me. Can't put into words what that did for me, bro. It's good to know you see me differently, yo. Cause at times, I don't think I'm fully understood. But you broke it down to me the way that none other could. Same day you changed your life, you changed mine. So I thank you and I love you until the end of time, my brother.